Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. We're back here on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Joe DeLeon, Ryan Roberts, and we're moving on to another scouting report. College football season's finally done. We're officially in the start of draft season, so I'm freaking juiced up. Senior Bowl is right around the corner. Ryan, really quick, man. I, I don't know about you. I'm freaking excited. You you dropped the mock draft, which is bizarre because I know that you hate mock drafts. What, what a time to be alive. It is draft season. This is glorious. We get the grind tape, no sleep. Just screaming into microphones about guys that might never really play. Joe, I, I was I was really upset with Believe, actually, man. I'm going to pick a bone with these guys, Why? by the way. Because so Cam Rogers asked me to, you know, do some weekly help with like the media and stuff. I'm like, cool, man. Yeah. I can do that. First assignment he sends me is a damn mock draft, man. I need to have a conversation with Cam. First thing you ask me for is a mock draft. I hate mock drafts. Oh, I didn't know I that. It. I thought I yeah. thought the that was volunteered by you. I will no. tell Cam that you are you no. don't want to see that. I knew something was up because Cam yes. brought it up in the in our in our content meeting, and uh, he was like, "Oh, Ryan Roberts is going to do a, a, a top ten mock draft." And I, I didn't say it out loud in the meeting, but I was thinking like, "There's there's no way that that Ryan said yes to this. There's no because you are the most anti mock draft." He, he didn't ask, out there. He didn't ask me if I wanted to do it, man. I just had an email like, "Hey Ryan, here's here's an assignment for the week. Uh, here, top ten mock draft." I'm like, "Oh, seriously? That's what I'm starting with, man. That's what I'm starting with." Mm. But outside of that, I'm very excited for this process now, Joe, because I am home from All American Bowl, which was a fun experience. Got to see mm. guys that we'll be talking about in three to four years from now, very which will soon. be fun. But we have we have clear eyes to. East West Shrine, Senior Bowl, NFLPA Bowl, into the Pro Day Circuit and Combine in Indianapolis, which I will most likely be attending this year. So clear eyes, man. Full hearts. Can't lose, right? As Friday Night Lights once said. Hell yeah. Great football reference to start off the show today. We've got two more scouting reports. If you've been following along and you've maybe missed out, go check out some of the other ones. We're going to do a lot of the big name players, the names to know throughout this cycle, giving an evaluation, a grade, who they are, so that when your team drafts them, you have a better understanding of who that guy is going to be, how they're going to fit into your team's roster. And today we're doing Will McDonald from Iowa State and Nick Hampton from App State, two leaner edge rushers, but still very good players in their own right. Before we get to that, though, folks, I just want to remind you to head head to Bet Online, which is your number one source for all of your sports betting this season, everything uh, from the NFL to esports, NBA, whatever it is, they've got everything. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport and game imaginable. Fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use make sure to use promo code Believe to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Ryan, we're going to start things off with Will McDonald, who, in my opinion, is the better player of the two. Six foot three, 236 pounds from Iowa State. He has to be, and I was thinking this up, and I almost tweeted out a clip of him to properly illustrate this. Will McDonald had to have been the most improperly used player in all of college football last season. Yep. And if you're wondering what I mean by that, 
Iowa State runs a 3-3-5 stack, which means you've got three down linemen, you've got three backers, and then five loose individuals that are uh, placed behind those guys. And I, I say that because it varies, depends on the, on the sub package. More often than not, it's five DBs. And for some reason, Will McDonald, who was their best edge rusher far and away, extremely talented kid. We're going to get into the, the, the nuts and bolts here. They were asking him to play as the end man on the line of scrimmage in this three-man front. And at 236 pounds and as wiry and thin as he was, he was not built to to withstand the uh, the amount of uh, contact in a way, I would say, against the run, all the things that he had to take on as the man at the point of attack trying to set the edge. He's not that guy. He should have right. been a stand-up rusher, but for some reason they asked him to play this role. And I give him credit. For dealing with that, I think he did a pretty good pretty good job considering the physical limitations being asked to play a position that most guys who do it are 290 pounds. Right, right. Now, I mean, I, I think that it's a great way to start off this conversation, Joe, because I agree completely, right? He is a very misused player in their system. Like, I, I get why in the Big 12 Conference, why Iowa State runs this defense. And they're actually very good at it, right? Like, I know that Iowa State's offense was putrid this year without Brees Hall and without Brock Purdy. But, I mean, it is still a dynamic defense. It has been for a couple years, you know, under Matt Campbell. It's really developed into a great defense on the uh, on the Big 12 side of things. So, Iowa State, I understand why they functionally want to run the 3-3-5 because of how spread out the Big 12 is. But... I mean, my guys, can we can we put Will McDonald as that kind of Sam linebacker that can come play on the line of scrimmage a little bit more and do those types of things? Because he is working. I mean, you said 236 pounds, but I mean, in the preseason, a good way to start is that he was listed at right around 6'4", 226 pounds, right? So he is a very undersized stand-up rusher. But they ask him to do those four, four-eye type of things and to hold the point of attack and to be kind of that player that's going to play straight down a man rather than attack upfield or inside shoulders. Like he has not been used mm-hmm. properly to what his skill set is. Cause the one thing about him, Joe, is that he is the one word that I would say with Will McDonald's is slippery. He is a slippery dude, man. 6'4, 226. He's got near 35 inch arms, 34 and 5 eighths, has a 6'11 wingspan. And an absolute freak show of an athlete. He is a really, really good athlete. If you go look to his kind of bio coming out of Milwaukee, I believe he's a Milwaukee, Wisconsin guy. He is a reported 42-inch vert. So this is a kid that is going to blow up the combine when he gets over there or the pro day, whatever he decides to test. But he was a dynamic jumper. I think he was like a 6'10 high jumper coming out of high school. So this kid is an incredibly athletic dude who Iowa State thought with the length that he has could do some stuff at the point of attack. But on the next level, we're going to see him in a much different role, a much different role, which makes this a little bit of a funky evaluation, right? Because you see Mm -hmm. the tools, you see the twitchiness, you see the flexibility, you see the slipperiness, you see the length. All those things are fantastic. But what he was asked to do in college is not what he's going to be asked to do in the pros, right? So this makes it a little bit of a tricky evaluation because there's some things that you just haven't generally seen from a Will McDonald, but he has all the traits to be a really good football player. So I agree, he's very misused, but extremely gifted athlete at that position. Yeah, absolutely. A very gifted athlete. And he's somebody who's going to the Senior Bowl and getting to see him not playing this goofy position 
at the Senior Bowl and being more of a stand-up rusher, I'm excited to see in person. I want to see how does he step up to the occasion. And I, I think if we remove what he was asked to do and purely watch the way that he approaches the position on passing downs, I see a lot of promising things. The length, the play strength for a guy that's only 230, who I assume maybe will get up to 245 if he's asked to bulk, bulk up a little bit. Um, but the, the play strength, the flexibility, the length, we're talking about that explosiveness. He's got a lot of potential, a ton yeah. of potential. He just needs to be activated to play a role that better suits him and not doing that dumbass uh, approach to – sorry, let me rephrase that. Being forced into a dumbass role that does not fit what he's supposed to be doing. Right, right. Well, Joe, let me let me make a slight comparison to a player we saw in the 2022 NFL draft, but I actually think Will's a better version of him. You know I liked Jay Sanders out of Cincinnati. I knew you were going to say that. That was – yeah, go ahead. Well, they have similar body types. They do. But Will McDonald's yeah. longer, and I think he's more explosive than Jay. But they were both undersized players who probably weren't used incredibly well in each of their systems – but have true outside track potential. And I think Majay got a little bit of run this year with the Cardinals, showed some good signs as a rookie. But I think that Will McDonald is basically the hypercharged version of Majay Sanders. I think that his upside is a lot higher than a Majay. I think Majay has maybe a little bit of a higher floor just because he was asked to do a little bit more stuff from a traditional edge setting perspective, right? Will wasn't asked to do those things as much. But I think that Will could really be a secret weapon as a standout rusher. He's a kid that you can line him up on the second level and blitz him through multiple gaps. You can line him up as a true outside rusher because that's what this kid is, man. You see the moments, mm -hmm. even though he's not pegged to do the proper things all the time, when he's able to get an outside shoulder and to really bend, because that's the thing that stands out to me. I don't know if you caught that as much but because he wasn't asked to do it a ton, but when yeah. he hits outside track, man, he's got some silly bends, dude. He's got some flexibility in his lower half. He's really able to turn corners and soften angles really well. So as this kid, hopefully at the Senior Bowl, gets an opportunity to really be able to be that true outside pass rusher, which I think he is. I don't think he's going to be a great – speed to power converter. I don't think he's going to be a great inside counter type player unless he gains a substantial amount of weight. But what he is, is this kid is an outside track dude who can really run the arc, can really run the hoop, and has the bend in his lower half to finish at the quarterback. So I like Will McDonald a lot. He reminds me stylistically a lot of what Maje Sanders was coming out of Cincinnati, but I think he's a more talented, I think he's a more talented skill set of that same type of player. I love the Maijay in direct comparison because that popped in my head. Yep. That was a guy who was really undersized last year at the Senior Bowl and then used the Senior Bowl as a way to answer some questions, some concerns. Can, the can, outside – go ahead. Can I ask you a question real quick on the yes. weights before we get into like the rest of the evaluation? What what do you need to see Will McDonald at to be comfortable with him on the edge full time? 245, 250. 245. I, I yeah. think that he carries his weight well. And again, the play strength thing, as long as he's not getting bullied mm -hmm. in one-on-one -on -one situations, I'm fine with it. The times where he's getting his ass kicked was when he was getting double teamed, when yes. he was getting picked up on rushing plays, on zone run plays where uh, he's expected to hold the edge and he's getting picked up by two guys. He's not supposed to be that guy. So if he's a stand-up rusher, I need to see him at 250. He needs to get up to 250. I think that that is always going to be that outlier weight. Yeah, nah, I, I agree. I think 
245 was kind of where I was in the ballpark, 240 to 250. Because the one thing about him, man, is obviously he's got great length, which actually my Jay didn't have great length. No. He had solid length, but it wasn't great. Will McDonald's got really good length. And I think the surprising part of him is despite him only being between 225 and 235, probably somewhere in that ballpark, he's got pretty strong hands, man. He could strike a little yeah. bit for his size. So I think it's – and he's got a long frame, right? So he's got a frame where I say – you can add 20, 25 pounds long-term, I think, on that frame. And I hope that for the Senior Bowl, he's up closer to the 235, 240 range, somewhere that ballpark. And then when he gets to the combine, I hope he's able to maintain his athleticism, be about 245, 250. If he's in that range, I think this kid's going to go a lot higher than maybe what people are pegging him right now. But I really do think he has tremendous upside if he's able to maintain his athleticism. For me, grade-wise, I think we're probably on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Questions that need to be answered. Size needs to be fixed, so he's a little bit a little bit developmental in that sense where he needs to add some weight. Yep. Uh, this is a round two pick for me. Somebody who might sneak into the end of the first round depending on where the rest of the edge players go, but this is a, a round two pick. I don't think he'll slide any further. If anything, he might slide up yep. because of those questions being answered properly. I'm bullish on this kid, man. I, top 50. He's a top 50 player in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think he has those traits, Joe. And this could be – because people always ask this leading up to like drafts, like the bowl season and everything, the all-star game circuit. Who is a guy that can make a tremendous, tremendous rise in the process? And my guy's Will McDonald because there's a couple check marks that he needs to take, right? One is the weight. We talked about that a ton. But he has the opportunity to go to the senior bowl. And if he dominates the senior bowl – and he's able to maintain weight with how we think he's going to test. I mean, that's a guy that could really rise because, I mean, I, I did that mock draft, like you said, and I'm looking at this edge class right now, man. And I'm like, outside of Will Anderson, and then you get to like the Miles Murphys of the world, right? There's a lot of question marks here. Nolan Smith, yeah. similar player, but coming off the injury, right? Andre Carter didn't have a great year for Army. Then you have the B.J. Ojolaris of the world, who's a good player, but does he have a tremendous upside as a pass rusher? There's a lot of question marks after the top tier of a Will Anderson working down to a Miles Murphy. So in a pretty wide open tier two, tier, tier three of this edge class, I do believe that Will McDonald also could be that late first round pick that surprises some people a ton, but it really depends on how he tackles this process moving forward. Now, our second guy, I think, is a little bit less exciting. I'm really actually curious to see your evaluation on him. Nick Hampton from Appalachian State actually has a very similar build, but less length Mm -hmm. at six foot three, two thirty five. Very productive at App State. Now, I I saw a guy that has a high motor, uh, a really strong stand up rusher, was not asked to play outside of that role like Will, Will McDonald was at Iowa State. But Hampton did well for what he was asked to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see a guy that shows up, makes the plays, and is in the right position where he needs to be, but I think that there's a lot of physical limitations that I'm not going to be super aggressive on him. Like I, He's a rotational pass rusher to me at the next level, and we'll get a little bit more into that grading. Um, but again, I think there's a lot of physical limitations that are going to hinder a guy like Nick, Nick Hampton who doesn't have as much length. This is a weird body type look at a Nick Hampton, right? He is a verified in the spring. We'll see what the official measurement is for the bowl season and combine, but he was six, two and three eighths, 224 pounds, 34 inch arms though. So 
Not as good at length as Will McDonald, but still very good mm. length for his size, right? Like that's a really good length for a six-two and a half player. We'll call him that. This for me, Joe, is a a Chenanuosu type of player. This is a Josh Uche type of player. They're guys that are edge by their edges in the sense that they have some true outside trackability, but they're also players that need to play a little bit of a different role at points on the field as well, because he's a kid that at 224 pounds, I mean, he's six, two and three ace, right? So I don't think he's going to be able to get up to like 250. I think he's going to be more in that 240 range. If he fills out properly, maybe 245. So you might be able to get a little bit extra weight on his frame, but I don't think he has the frame like Will McDonald to carry that weight as appropriately as what Will can. So I think that when you look at a Nick Hampton, this is a player that I think in early downs, he needs to be a Sam linebacker, right? He needs to be that type of player. But then in obvious passing situations or third downs, he can be that extra rusher, right? He can be, he can come up online and to do those things. And I think that he can give you some spurts early on as a, I think that he can be a, a nice designated pass rusher. I think he can do those things, right? Because he has some outside track ability. He's got a little burst to him. Not as bendy as Will, but he's got some nice outside track ability and he's got decently strong hands. So as a pure outside track dude, I think there's things to like about Nick Hampton. It's just the size I think is a little troubling because I just don't see as much developmental upside to his frame. So I see a kid that's going to have to find make a living as a Sam linebacker early on, and then use that designated pass rusher ability in the right opportunities to, to make an impact. Cause I do think he can mm-hmm. do that in the right role, but this is a, a very dependent player for me to land with a good defensive coordinator that understands how to use him, how to use him properly. Cause I think that you've seen a Chen was like a fourth round pick coming at you out of US, USC, right? A, uh, a Josh Uche coming out of Michigan, I think was like a third round pick, but he didn't really find his role until a little bit, you know, until like this year, for instance, it took him a couple years. So I think you can find a role for Nick Hampton and he can be a really successful player. I just think it really is dependent on what defensive scheme and what coaches staff he lands in. Yeah. For, for me with Hampton, the play strength is not anywhere near as good as Will McDonald. So for a guy mm-hmm. at that size to not be as strong is concerning. I right. was impressed with him being a, mostly a full-time rusher, what he can do dropping into short zones. Like that's good. That's promising because when he plays more of that Sam role, he's going to be asked to do that a lot more often than he was in college. So as long as he's serviceable, he's not getting killed. He can kind of keep keep in line with guys that – if someone does make a make a catch in his zone, he can make the tackle. He's a pretty good tackler. I also, the thing that bugged me on him is I feel like he didn't win a lot of reps and make a, like a lot of big plays. And mm-hmm. oftentimes I had this weird observation with him where it felt like I was watching him go one-on-one with a guy and he got so focused, hyper-focused on that one-on-one matchup. So when... For anyone who who has never been through a, a college practice or a high school practice, more often than in, in college, you have a separate period of practice where the offensive line goes against the defensive line and it's one-on-ones. And I felt like I was watching Nick Hampton go one-on-one with his tackle and like he was doing a one-on-one drill and then the play was just kind of happening. And he was just getting so caught up in this hand battle, this fight that he was having. So I, I need more finishing from him. Like I just don't get that more completing reps, winning those one-on-ones and then making those those big plays some of the sacks that he had I think it was the coastal game Mm -hmm. he did have a little bit more of an open room to make a play on the ball so I I just 
I'm not willing to invest a ton into this guy because he's not like a big splash player to your point, more of a role player in a specific scheme. Yeah. I mean, I think it's perfect, right? Like he is a, in a four, three alignment in a, some type of base. Cause Look, man, at the end of the day, most NFL teams, I think, again, I think this year there was one team that played base more than 50% of the time, right? So with a de- with a league that just doesn't play a ton of base defense, on those base downs, he has to play Sam linebacker. Like, this isn't a kid on running downs that I want to play on the edge. Like, it's just not because I don't think he has the play strength and I don't think he just has the body type to do that all the time. But as a yeah. Sam linebacker to play on the second level, to move in space a little bit, I think he can get the job done in that role, but more than anything, his approach early on is designated pass rusher and special teamer. And I would want him on my roster because I do think he gives you some juice as a pass rusher, as an outside track guy. Again, though, I think it just depends on a team needs to understand the role that you need a Nick Hampton to play. Like you need to understand it because if you put him into a system that he's not going to be able to fill correctly, and I think of like a 4-3 alignment where you just go – hey, man, you're just on the ball all the time. Like, it's not going to end up incredibly well. But we've seen guys, I mean, like, Joe, I mean, have we even talked about James Houston this season for the Detroit Lions, who was like a seventh-round pick out of Jackson State, an edge rusher, designated pass rusher? Yeah. He's got, he quietly has eight sacks, which is more than what Aiden Hutchinson has, right? So I think that Nick Hampton could be that type of player. Not an every-down edge, but a DPR early on in his career, and it has to play some Sam linebacker stuff. I think that's what we're looking at here. So to wrap us up, my grade on him, yeah, fifth round pick. I, I, I think that he's got some traits. Yeah. He's got some tools. The lack of finishing, the lack of play awareness is what drops him for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know his arms were that long. I don't know why. Inches. I thought he, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I need access to the he, data that you has, have because so he had. Um, I was looking at it before we started, and he had a. What was his wingspan? His wingspan was pretty nice, man. Yeah, he has. So he has 34 inch arms, even. At least he did in the spring. And I mean, it only go, usually goes higher than that at this mm-hmm. time of year. 81 and a quarter wingspan, man. So he's he's got some long arms, man. He's got some length to him. So yeah. I mean, taking that into account, still fourth fourth fifth round pick. Yeah. More of a role player, high high upside special teams guy, and then to your point, role player, rotational pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it for me. So where do you see him? Yeah, um, I had a fourth round grade on him as well. So we're in like the same ballpark because I think that for me, he's a player that as a pure rotational player could play early for you and give you an impact, but he's not a day one starter, right? Like he's not that type mm-hmm. of player. He might never even be a starter, right? Like he might never be that guy, but he is a very valuable role player. With if he's developed properly from a body type perspective, he's able to put on a substantial amount of weight in a defense that maybe runs a little more three down and he's able to be a true stand-up rusher in that system, I think he might have starter upside years down the line. But, but for now, he's a he's a rotational player early and designated pass rush reps and a guy that needs to find a home kind of on the second level as a sandbacker. So I think early day three is really good because you're not expecting this kid to come in and to have a massive impact on the game, you're just expecting him mm-hmm. to play his role and play it well. And we'll see what happens with Dick Hampton and Will McDonald. Folks, thanks for tuning in at Joe DeLeon at Rise and Draft. Make sure you head on over to Bet Online and use promo code BELIEVE to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. We'll be back, folks. We've got more scouting reports coming your way this week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.